0: Eighth sermon of this series, Um, we have uh, introduced a new verse that we're going to touch on this morning. Um, The verse is just one verse, but there's a lot in this verse. The verses will be found in Genesis chapter 2, verse 25. As we are standing, I heard from a reliable source, but I don't have any more information that uh, Chip Glover has gone home to be with the Lord. Um, That's all that I know, just be in prayer for his mom, his dad, and the entire family, amen, amen. Um, Genesis chapter two, verse 25, and it, it reads as such as it is before us. The man and his wife were both naked and was not embarrassed or ashamed in each other's presence, amen? Don't go ahead of me. I may not be coming the way you think. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 The thought that I want to bring before us is the fall of God's kingdom family. Say that with me, the fall of God's kingdom, family. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, move Tracy out of the way. Bring back into my remembrance everything that you want me to say. Even as I am preaching, give illumination of your truth, Lord. Allow me to expound it in such a way that even children can catch it. Lord, just our flesh will want to rebel against your spiritual truth. So, Lord, hold down our flesh and rise up our spirit. Allow us to receive what you are saying. Let us see, Lord. Let us see, Lord. Let us see. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Cool. Years ago, when my wife used to work with this particular uh, co worker, the co worker would send home uh, a lemon cake. But it was different from any other lemon cake I have ever tasted in my life. I remember that, that, that she would say, well get the ingredients and, and we will make it. Uh, go get this particular box of K-Mix, go get a lemon, go get lemon pudding, and we will go get it and, and, and it would be a loaf of cake. But it was different from any cake I ever tasted in my life. I mean, I mean, the cake was, it was lemon, but it wasn't an icing on top of a cake. It was something that it got into the cake. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I mean, it would melt in your mouth. I don't know how she got the moistness, especially on top. It was like a glaze inside the cake. I asked, I said, well, you know, I, I can cook. I, I, I do all right. I can hold my own. So I said, you know, well, asked her for the recipe, and she said, it's a family secret. <laughs> you know, so I said, okay. I think I'm good enough to, to try to recreate what I tasted. I know what she puts in it, so let me get the same ingredients and let me try to recreate what... You know, I made a whole lot of concoctions, (laughs) but I never came close to whatever the secret was, and how they made that cake? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean—some of them came out pretty good, but it wasn't the same. Now, in my description, I don't care how I'm describing what I tasted. You all really don't know what I'm talking about. You have an idea, you can use your imagination, but because you never tasted it. Just from hearing it, your ideal of what I'm talking about is all wrong. (laughs) Until God gives us a divine revelation of the picture of marriage that He intended, all of our picture is all wrong. I'm going someplace. See, I could talk about the cake, but, but that you say a lemon cake. Okay, a lemon cake is a lemon cake. No, a lemon cake is not a lemon cake because you never tasted this lemon cake. <laughs> and watch this. And your desire for that cake isn't as great as my desire for the cake because you've never experienced the cake. When I talk about marriage and I talk about what, what the man's responsible and the woman's responsible, I feel attitudes in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good, sir. Good, sir. Wow. Part of the reason is because our experience of what we have experienced <laughs> and seen in marriage is not what God had in mind. We are relating, when we hear marriage and and it's talking to young people, young people don't even want marriage. They have no desire for marriage because what they've seen in their parents, what they've seen in, in the generation before them, if that's what marriage is, I don't want no part in it. Why should I even get married? Well, I came to say that the devil made a concoction that looks nothing like what God had in mind. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, some of the stuff I came up with was so nasty, I had to throw the whole thing away. And watch this, because Satan has messed up, did you know that, that in, uh, listen, in heaven and on earth, the greatest picture of God loving us is the marriage. his way. His way. So so watch this. So marriage ought to be so awesome that that marriage ought to get people saved. When they see the relationship between a husband and wife and and they see the love of God in it, it ought to be so awesome that folks say, if it's that good, I want the God that is keeping that. I want to know what it is. His name is Jesus. Well, let me get saved because whether you know or not, that was God's purpose that his, his glory will be seen in it, that it will cause other people to get saved from it. Oh, how far we have fallen from the mark. You know, i discovered that many times if I don't watch my flesh, When I'm reading God's word about what it's telling me to do, I got a resistance in my flesh, so I ain't doing that. Come on now. Ladies, when when, when you hear the word marriage, you hear submission, you think God is just talking about you because it's been preached the wrong way. And when I say submission, you should see the attitudes that feel Matter of fact, some of you ain't gonna hear nothing else I said because I said the word submission. Tell the flesh to sit down so you can hear the truth. The truth of the matter is if you really wanna deal with marriage and God's concept of marriage, this verse hits it. This verse is talking about transparency. Intimacy, seeing God and one another. It's, it's not the physical nakedness, it's not hiding. You'd be surprised how many hiding Christians is in the room. You know, sometimes we're not even honest with ourselves. And if we're not honest with ourselves, you know we're not honest with God. So watch this, I, says, I, I You and I cannot be intimate with nobody more than we're intimate with God. And and many times we're not even intimate with God because we're hiding. I saw some fans. Somebody give me a fan. Someone give me another fan. Someone give me another fan. Give me another fan. How y'all doing today? It's not on the outside; it's on the inside. We come to God in prayer, Lord. I thank you. You, you're holy, uh, Lord. You, you, you are awesome, and God can't get past. I'm saying words, but, but, but. Guess what? God can't really do nothing with me until I really can't have marriage until I see. Can I speak to the young people? Hold on. Can I speak to y'all? Any young people in the house? We never asked the question why God said don't have sex before marriage. But let me tell you the question. See, when you put the the cart before the horse, you don't see the red flags right in your face. The, the the sexual relationship intimacy making love is supposed to be a a, a a bonding agent that releases hormones to make it closer. In the Song of Solomon, when you get into the he into the Greek, it uses says this, and it says this all the three. three okay, let me ah, slow it. Talking Solomon's a poetry is a kias. Kias is a type of, um, of Hebrew poetry, and, and kias means the meaning. It crosses over, and the meaning is where it crosses. The phrase that you hear throughout the book of the Song of Solomon is this. It says, daughter, here, here's Solomon and probably his second wife. It's getting hot and heavy. And, and then all of a sudden you hear the third verse says, says daughters of Jerusalem, by, I charge you by the gazelles of Israel, do not stir up love before it's time. Oh, yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's three words in Hebrew for love. There's rea, there's, 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 there's which is we're friends. There's avaha, which means that, you know, we're getting close. There's a spiritual, there's a soul connection to the place that I'm learning that I really don't want to do life without you. There's do, that is the physical, erotic love. But hold on, and when I checked this out, guess what I checked out? It says, and I didn't understand this, and I had to ask the question, Lord, okay, don't stir up. And I thought I was going to say dough, but when I did the Hebrew, it went evah. Huh? The emotional love, the connection between the spirit and the soul, what are you saying, Lord? Why are you saying don't stir that up? He said, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, Tracy, you got it wrong. You got it wrong what I'm saying. He says, this is what I'm saying. Don't pick the fruit too soon. You picked it before it was ripe. And now your love is not fully developed. I was connecting your spirit and your soul, but your flesh got in the way. If you would've waited, you would've realized that joker don't love you. You would've realized she's crazy as she can be. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Her mama crazy, her daddy crazy, the grandma. Crazy running the family. Grandpa, grandpa was no good, papa was no good. No good runs in the family. I'm in love, I'm in love, Uh uh-huh. Red flags all over the place. Don't act like we don't know what I'm talking about. And now we, we say marriage is no good because we didn't do it God's way. What we got is a concoction yeah. that God never sanctioned for us to walk in. So now, when, when God says to the woman, you know, uh, surrender, it says to the man, surrender, because when you know it, it says to both. Where, where, where did I get that from? I get it from Ephesians 5, verse 21. Let me explain. See, in the original Greek, in the original letters, the Bible wasn't divided in divisions, or subject matters. It was just written all the way through. So when they change it over to English, they begin to divide it the way they saw fit. So some of your Bibles will begin the division of marriage at 22, when really it should be divided at 21. Let me explain. See, the word submission starts at 21, then it is carried over through the rest of the verses. So women, hear me now. I know you got your attitude. Put down your attitude so you can hear it. It's not just telling you to submit. It's telling him to submit. It's telling both of you to get what the other one needs so you both can grow into what God has called you to be. I hate to tell you this. Marriage isn't about us. It's about him. Malachi chapter 2 says this. He said, I made you to one so I can have a godly heritage. I was watching the news about the massacre. And I remember Columbine, that that was the first school shooting. And I remember when I watched it, the spirit of the Lord told me, this is the first of many. Y'all with me? Then the news said that just this year, not 2017, but 2018, been like 17 or 18 school shootings in 45 days. Y'all hear me? Okay. Many times, what we don't understand that Satan did was When he calls Adam and Eve to disobey, it opened up the Pandora box on the human race and the kingdom of Satan came in. And now what happens is we are more subject to the voice of Satan that before the fall, the only voice we could hear is God's. Hold on now. So now, you got a a young man that is disturbed and he's hearing a voice. Uh And he is acceptable to the voice. Now, that happens, that's the worst of what's happening. But to be honest with you, we hear that voice. Now, now I may not be open to a voice to go to school, but I'm open to a voice that says something about when God says do this, oh, I ain't doing that. My flesh still rises up and put, and, and now, now I make God's word not in void. You know what? I tell couples, The Holy Spirit is the best lover. And he would teach you how to love each other if you be obedient. And many of us, God is trying to guide us, but we ain't hearing it. Let me go to the fellas. Can I talk to the fellas? Fellas, God's going to hold us more responsible than your girlfriend or your wife. Adam and Eve just fell. God doesn't come say, now, now hold on. He knows where they're at. He just wants them to confess. Eve, where are you? You know what God says? Adam. I, 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 I don't think God is angry. I think God is broken. You know why I think he's broken? Let me speak to the parents. No, let me speak to the youth for now. Sometimes your parents would tell you no because they know what will happen if you don't listen. I told my son my story before he became a teenager. You know why? Because I wanted him when I could talk to him. Because by the time he got a teenager, it was probably too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to put a negative commentation in his spirit that when he got to be a teenager, he already heard my story of what happened to me so that he wouldn't want to go that way. Say that. Say that. Hold on. Now, at some point, he makes his own choices but at least he had in his mind the negative story. <laughs> Y'all getting me? So, so teenager, your parents is trying to help you avoid their hurt. I can tell you, I got friends who didn't survive what I went through. I got friends who are crazy messed up in the mind doing the stuff I did. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was God's grace that kept me. And many of us, it wasn't that you was that good. It wasn't that, that. But, but nobody but God. Now watch this. Hopefully, we are learning to be more obedient to God. God tells us things to get us to our destiny. Yes. God wants our blessing. God wants to bless us and keep us. But, but watch this, he, he, but his way is the only way that bless. Amen. Amen. Y'all with me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all want to taste that cake? Y'all, y'all, want, y'all want me to make the cake for y'all? Y'all want my cake? Y'all want my lemon cake? Because something went wrong Between me mixing it and baking it, it didn't turn out like her cake. (laughs) If it's good. (laughs) Nah. You You know why? You can't taste what I taste. If you could taste what I taste, then if you have an expectation to taste that, when you taste something else, you won't like it. Oh, y'all don't hear me. When you have tasted the best, second best ain't good enough. Oh, shut your mouth. You know, and, and sometimes we settle for less than what God has for us because we're trying to hurry God. I I, I don't want a microwave turkey. I see some of y'all thinking about it. (laughs) Let me help you. You don't want a microwave turkey. And we think many times that God don't know what he's doing. Because he takes too long. Amen. Amen. Let me let me see where I'm at. i done mess y'all to mess me all up. You know Genesis one at the at Genesis one thirty-one. Watch this. After God get through making, after he makes man, he comes down to verse thirty-one. He says, "This is very good." Yes, sir. Joseph Williams, I think, is pastor joseph william who passed who after retired became a member here he he was he was profound in many of his thinking i remember as he got older i got scared to let him preach because because he preached so hard i thought he was gonna die in the poop pit (laughs) and and, you know and, and and the older he got the more when he started talking about heaven it was as though he was peeping over. God was getting him ready to go. And so, 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 you know, no, I can talk about heaven. I can preach about heaven. I can preach the scriptures, but I can't preach it like him. And the reason why I can't preach it like him, because he saw something that God hasn't shown me yet because I'm not ready to cross over. Y'all, y'all get me? It was as though he was he was looking over at it, trying to tell us what he was seeing. And I was trying to look, but I couldn't see it. Right. It's, it's, like, it's like when my father was transitioning, and here I am in his room, and he's not blinking. I mean, it's been an hour, and he hasn't blinked. And whatever he's seeing, he is me- mesmerized by, and he's transitioning. And God is allowing him to talk to me while he's transitioning, and and I, and I wonder, here, I'm looking to see if he's breathing. He's breathing. So I said, "Dad, what are you looking at?" He says, "I see Christ." I got down next to the bed, trying to look in the same position he was looking. I didn't see nothing. God wants to give us a vision of what He wants. In marriage, listen, it's because he wants you to pass it down to your kids. Yes. Malachi, God says, I made you to one because, because I want an offspring from you. Watch this. God says, what I see as good is the reflection of me. If it's not a reflection of him, it's not good. Now watch this. After he makes man and makes woman, he says, "It is very good." You know what he's saying? They look a whole lot like me. So that last verse in Genesis two and, and twenty-five, the reason why they can they can stand naked and not ashamed is that they see Christ in one another your wife is supposed to bring out of you the Christ she sees in you. Yes, sir. You ought to be bringing out the Christ you see in her. That even if she's not acting like Christ, you still treat her like you see Christ in her. Oh. The environment God calls the man is that you create an atmosphere around your wife so that it would produce growth yes, now watch this so that means that the seeds that come out of your mouth and out of your action ought to be like Christ yes, that means if anything other than like Christ in the word comes out of your mouth and your action towards her and then you're gonna produce a bad crop Amen. you will reap what you sow if she's fertile ground now there's some wives and there's some husbands that are broken Let me explain this. There's some people that in their brokenness, their love receptors are broken. Woo! That no matter how much you love them, pour into them, they can't give you a return. Oh, y'all need to hear me. Now watch this. Now, if you hook up with the joker, I hook up with the sister, and you so enamored with the physicalness of the nature, and you marry them. (gasps) Marriage can be the most beautiful thing, or the most, Uh, let me help you. You can't change nobody. If they're not producing fruit before you marry them, they're not going to give you fruit. Uh, Marriage is a beautiful box. But it's an empty box. Show me that poem. Show me that poem. The marriage box. Most people get married believing The myth that marriage is a beautiful box full of all the things they long for. Say, I pronounce you husband and wife, and they leave out, and they start reaching in the box, wanting what they want, and what they find out is the box is empty. Because because those vows are supposed to be magical. Don't don't look straight ahead. Don't. I says it's full of companionship, intimacy, friendship, love. dada, 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 dada. The truth is that marriage at the start is an empty box. You must put something in before you can take anything out. Woo! Now watch this. The problem with this is to put something in requires your heart. If your heart is already closed, then you're not putting nothing in. Let's go. Let's go on. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Okay. There is no love in marriage. Love is in the people, and the people put love in the marriage. Notice that it is a covenant, which means that one person by themselves can't do it. It is a covenant with me that both have to meet at the same place. That if they can't meet you, and watch this, and marriage is more spiritual than anything else. Matter of fact, Christ has to be the center of the marriage. Had this couple years ago come to me. Was not members of this church. I really don't know which church they were part of. Just got a phone call. The young lady sounded desperate. She said, I heard of you. Uh, I want to bring in my husband. We about ready to go to divorce court. I said, well, come on in. They, they came in and, I mean, beautiful young lady. Uh, beautiful, handsome young man. I saw the picture. They had two two little girls, beautiful. They, they would be a model. They, they would be on TV. They could be on the front of a cover. And you would just say, wow. As as, as she started talking, she loved him. She was in love with him. She was a Christian. And and you could tell her heart was breaking. And and the brother man was sitting there with his arms crossed. So it took some work to get him to open up. But as I got him to open up, the, 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 the truth of the matter is he was being unfaithful to her. Could not say that there was any, any problem with her? Then, then I started breaking down the Bible to him, and, and right in the middle of breaking the Bible down to him, he told me, he said, that book isn't for me. Oh. He said, I'm not a Christian. Those rules don't apply to me. He said, he said, everything you came up with in the Bible is for a Christian. He said, my family is, is Christian. I haven't accepted Jesus. And I'm not planning on accepting Jesus. I'm living the way I want to live. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there watching his brother. I know what the Bible say, and I choose not to live that way. You know what? I had no leverage. I closed my Bible, looked at her and said, give him his divorce. Because they, they, there is nothing in him, and all of a sudden, the verse, do not be unequally yoked became. Because if Christ can't convict them, you sure ain't gonna convict them. If Christ don't change them, you sure ain't gonna change them. And if, and if, and if they're not walking, listen, unequally yoked means that if you are an ego and you got a Christian acting like a chicken, you still unequally yoked. No, 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 no. Can you fly with me? Can can you pray with me? Are you sensitive to the Holy Spirit like me? Because I need Jesus to help me be who I supposed to be. And you need Jesus to help you be what you're supposed to be. Or we got a mess on our hands. How did we think we can do this without him? And when we don't know the biblical principles, that submission comes with it, that a man loves his wife in spite of her, not because of her, because you're being obedient to Christ, and the wife gives respect to her husband by someplace again, not because of him, but because of Christ. Now, Christ will work on your behalf, that if he don't change them, he'll give you strength to stand. empty box that you got to fill it up. That y'all both pouring in. Because if just one pouring in, you don't take out what you put in. You take out what the other person put in. So if only one person put it in, only one person can take out. Because if you just putting in, and they're not putting in, then all of a sudden the box is empty and everybody will die emotionally. My brother and sister Jesus said, I came to destroy the works of the devil because the devil is trying to destroy the picture of marriage. Because if he destroys the marriage, he now got a foothold in the children. If he got a foothold in the children, he got a foothold in the next generation. If you got a foothold, in the next generation, it's gonna show up in the school system. If it shows up in the school system, it's gonna show up in the church on Sunday morning. If it's gonna show up in the school system and in the church, it's gonna show up in the neighborhood. If it's gonna show up in the neighborhood, it's gonna show up in the city. If it shows up in the city, it's gonna show up in the state. If it shows up in the states, it's gonna show up in the nation. If it shows up in the nation, it's going to show up in the world. Yeah. Therefore, that's why we got what we got, because Satan got in the marriage. Yeah. When we see these shootings and we see all that's happening, it goes back to Satan murdered the picture that God intended with Adam and Eve. Uh-huh. I mean, let me show you. After, after they disobey, Adam throw Eve up under the bus. It was that woman you gave me. He blamed God and he blamed his wife for his actions. Hold on now. And then two brothers. Now one brother kills another brother. One more verse, then we're done. In Genesis 3, when when God is talking about the curse uh, on, on, on Adam and on Eve, when he talks to Eve, there's a verse, I think it's verse 16. There's a portion of 16 This is what he says because we misread this or we have a misunderstanding of it because we think that God is putting this on us and it's not God putting it on us. This is what God is saying. He's saying, you don't know what you did. You caused A problem that's gonna haunt you until I come back and set up my kingdom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He says, now neither one of you gonna act the way you're supposed to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look, look, isn't that that you see that your desire, and he's talking to the woman. He says, what he's saying is this, "Now what has happened to you, because you have came out from under my covering, you now have a sense of being insecure and your sense of safety is gone." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now I says, this desire is only used two times in the Old Testament. It's used in when, when, when God is speaking to Cain after he kills his brother, he said, sin desires you. Uh-huh. So this desire is, watch like this, this desire is you're, you're going to try to control your husband. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Instead of let him lead you, you're going to come come up and rise up against him and not come up under his covering because now what has happened is you no longer trust him to cover you. Ah. Hold on, hold on. Can can I go deeper? Okay, he said, now now what Satan is going to put in you instead of you being what I created you to be, you're going to be a manish woman. Listen what I'm saying. Listen what I'm saying. Satan reversed everything. Satan reversed and we got men that are more feminine than, than manly. To the young people, There's some rappers who are mega famous, huh? Huh? Wearing dresses and y'all grooving with their rap, and they as big as I mean they all over the place wearing dresses. Nobody saying anything. Gangster rat and trusses and high heels. Cross over. Don't you see what Satan did? He destroyed and fed us a concoction that don't work. We no longer have a vision of what God intended. That's why scripture says that, 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 that Jesus said, I came to destroy all the works. He's working on you. He's working on your thinking. He's working on your attitude. He's working on your vision. You don't even know anymore what my picture was. And the truth of the matter is, we don't. Listen, if I don't see the picture, I don't know what to shoot for. God has to restore. And Jesus is restoring he he's restoring. That's what Joel says. He's restoring. Somehow I lost it. Now watch this. Now watch this. He said. Now women are gonna. They're gonna be. They're gonna be mannish, and men are gonna be dominant. Where they're gonna. Yes, sir. That's why we got a Me Too movement. That's it. That's it. It's the spirit of the world. And when you got power, you feel like you have the that you have the right. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yes, sir. It's not it's not guided by love. It's it's intimidation. Right. It's force. It's physical. I make you. Yes, Listen, God is not saying this is how He said. He said this is what you release, and it's just the opposite of what I intended. Yeah. It's, fellas, watch this. Any y'all got little girls? Any y'all got grand grandbabies? Notice, mama get her dress. She runs to you. Inherently, they already know that dad is the one who sets the femininity. Hold on. watch this. as she gets scared, guess who else she runs to? Innately, she don't have to be taught. She knows. You are the protector. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me speak. Your wife grows up and your wife still innately believe you her protector. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So when you hurt her, you wasn't what she thought you was. Oh. And it hurt at a profound level because innately they're looking for a protector. He messed up the Kool-Aid. I know I went from cake to Kool-Aid. Y'all jump with me. Y'all jump with me. Y'all jump with me. Y'all jump with me. With me. I, I used to put lemonade, punch, grape. Uh, you know, by the time I got done, it was black. <laughs> Why? Because I put everything in the mix. Sometimes it was good. Sometimes it was bad. And when it was good, I couldn't reduplicate because I don't know what I did. (laughs) What I'm saying is this, y'all. As we dive into these truths, don't let your flesh rise up. What I'm saying is, your flesh is going to say, oh, no. But, but unless we know God's standard and what he intended, we will never get there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying to God? Lord, and, and this has been, Lord, restore me. Jesus. When I started dealing with this, it wasn't, Lord, restore my wife. It, it, was, it was me. It was me. Lord, show me. Lord, fix me. Lord, I need to know because I want to be right with you. Lord, this this is not even about the wife or the husband. It's really about this. Why? Because that's what you can't control nobody else. The only one you can control is you. And when you try to be right with him, God will bless you. Beyond anything else. There's a place where God will show you. Where God will teach you. Where God will hold you. Where God will love you. Because he is just that good. Listen, 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 listen. It was always about him. Paul says, "I said, Paul said, you know, I've been writing about the husband and wife, but I'm not really walking, writing about the husband and wife." He said, "You know what I'm walking? You know what, I, you know what I'm writing about? Walk, I'm talking about Christ and the church." Oh, y'all need to hear me. See, let me speak to my single folks. Don't feel like you're missing out on anything. You let Jesus become your lover. Let him love on you. See, see, so we got him way. But my God is right here, right now. I mean, I mean, he's a provider. He's a way maker. I mean, he'll put you to sleep in the midnight hour. He'll give you a boldness where you won't feel second to nobody. I, I want some folks that begin to walk in who they are in Christ Jesus. You know what? You know what the most attractive thing is? When you got a, a godly confidence. When you got a godly confidence, folks will begin to think that you think you all that. But, but wait a minute. I'm chosen. Hey, wait a minute. I'm elected, oh y'all, y'all need to say that with me. I'm chosen, I'm elected, I'm his beloved. He loves me, let's get stuck right there. He loves me, he loves me. guess what, when you got the love of Jesus, you don't care who don't love you. Man will reject you. But Jesus chose you. He picked you. He elected you. So you walk on with your bad self. There's something about the love of Jesus that makes everything all right. Until you begin to walk in that, Satan will plague you with rejection that this earth has thrown at you. He'll be your mama, he'll be your daddy, he'll be your everything. After a while, just the hurt will heal. And you begin to say, yeah, that happened to me, but it don't affect me no more. I know who I am. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that he loves me. He got purpose for me. He got destiny for me. Am I speaking to anyone? Receive it. Watch this, He loves you. Receive it. Uh, he loves you just the way you are, receive it. He loves you, receive it. You gotta receive that. You gotta reach up and get it. You just can't let it fly by. He loves me, he loves you. He loves you, he loves you, he chose you. He chose you. He chose. You can sit there and not get what is yours, but I'm going to go get what is mine. I've been through too much not to receive the love, the blessing. Matter of fact, I'm blessed and highly favored, and I'm walking in it. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else? He is restoring what we lost in the garden. But you gotta go get it for yourself. Hallelujah. 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 God is calling you. God is calling you in a deeper walk with Himself. He died for you. He lives for you. And He will give you back everything the devil has stolen from you. But you gotta know Him. You gotta know Him. For yourself. God, get closer and closer. And be here today. And you need prayer. uh, You don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. I got preachers up here that want to pray with you. Come on. Come on. Come on.